you know what? Did you know? Did you know mm-hmm. that there were uh, like basically fourteen people before Washington who mm-hmm. were like technically president? Yeah. And she was like, "What?" She didn't. And then she was like, "Is this about your podcast?" Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I'm yeah, so it sorry." Is. Yeah. I'm Jen Thompson. And you're listening to Pardon Me, a presidential history podcast. Yes, uh, you are. Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> like it or not. We're working on the intro. We're, we've got, we, we're, you know, episode one of a podcast. <clears throat> yeah. So why are we doing this? That's a good question. Why are we doing this? You may be asking yourself you that. You may ask yourself. Who are these people? Um, well, we're doing it for a number of reasons. Number one. We love presidents. We love them. Love to hate them. Love to hate the presidents. They have had it too easy. It's time for them to be taken down a peg. Welcome us, two gays. Mm -hmm. Two gays. uh, I'm bi, by the way, technically. Oh, okay. Just Uh, for the record. uh, Okay, we are not, we're not historians. No, no, we're not. And we're not like history teachers at a high school that have become friends and decided to start a podcast for AP history students. No, that would be amazing, but that is not what's That's happened. Not what happened. We are two knuckleheads who like to cause chaos. Yes. With our words. Yes. Not with our actions. No. <laughs> no. Well, <laughs> not usually, but. Not usually. Um, and you are a person who has. You let's let's be fair. You you started this car. I did start this car. I would call myself uh, a presidential hobbyist, enthusiast, enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Fan. I'm a fiction writer, so mm-hmm. again, nothing having to do with history. Mm-hmm. Um, Trent and I are both improv comedians. Mm-hmm. Improvisers is another mm-hmm. word for that. I don't know why I said improv comedians. Improv comedians. And yeah, I started really getting into presidents during the Trump years um through that got into presidential history uh kind of as a comfort uh Mm. because what i found through um shout out to the washington post's Mm -hmm. presidential podcast Mm -hmm. um, which is like really good and Mm -hmm. super well researched and not at all like what this is going to be um i I took a lot of comfort in knowing that every single president we've ever had, like, sucked. And, like, some more than others, obviously, but by no means was Trump, like, our first, like, horrible president. No. Um, I mean, you could obviously make the argument that he's the worst, but, like, I think that there are have been other people who have done uh, just as horrible of a job, so... <laughs> You know, I don't know if Trump is, like any man who's held the office, I don't know if you can say he's the worst, but he's definitely broken new ground in badness. Yeah. Um, But we will find that there are so many opportunities for, like, what would have been, at the time, phenomenally horrible decisions made. Yes. Yep. And, I mean, I feel like we are going to be... Uh, through this podcast, like focusing on being critical, maybe even mm-hmm. catty, maybe even a little oh, yeah. gossipy, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we're two like very liberal sure. people. So, 
you know, we're going to be coming at this with mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that lens um, and trying to find some of the comedy in it because this is ultimately, I think, and why we want to do a podcast on this is a part of American history and the structure of our mm-hmm. country that is, is kind of, um, I don't know, I just find it interesting because it's sort of like this very flawed office. Like there's not, yeah. you can't really be a good president. I mean, you can be a good president, but like, it's, it's like so hard and it's so inherently like a strange and flawed office Mm -hmm. and it has evolved over time. Um, so seeing that and looking at our current politics, like with Mm -hmm. this, like kind of all this context, I don't know. I just find it, I do find it very comforting. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's why we're doing this. That is the reason. Yeah. Also, so we can talk. So we can chat. We love to chat. We love to chat. Um, I feel like, now listen, these these men Mm -hmm. have been, like, boiled down to their office, their acts in in the role of presidency, Mm -hmm. the impact on history. Mm -hmm. That is not, that is not the ground I wish to cover. You know, these guys were, like, bitchy Mm. Mm. to each other yeah they were writing letters oh yeah they were those were some burn books yep going around there are some salacious tidbits and we will definitely be focusing on those Mm. when they arise um oh they're gonna be they're gonna be rising (laughs) so we're, we're basically doing what i think most um you know, what I would say, the History Channel, yes. what Washington Post, mm-hmm. what your textbooks mm-hmm. are scared to do. Oh, you those know? cowards? <laughs> those cowards. Come for us, cowards. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Tim Burns, come, come for us. Yep. You're a coward. Come and. You're a chicken. Take it? No, I don't want to say don't, that. Don't do that. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. don't do that. <laughs> so, okay, you are probably thinking uh, this is the first episode of a presidential a presidential history podcast. Right. Um, so right. obviously we're going to be talking about George Washington, um, but uh-uh. No bitches. <laughs> Watch out. Because <laughs> we're not talking about George Washington. We're going to no. be talking about the, what, 14 people? 14 fellas. That came before George Washington that mm-hmm. one could contest our... The, we're president before and yeah this is technical and mm-hmm. te- yes george washington was our first president right. but we're going to be talking about the articles of confederation mm-hmm. and you know that was our our little document before mm-hmm. the u.s constitution and mm-hmm. someone was in charge during that time right. so we thought well well actually what happened was i looked that up being like, huh, maybe there is a president before George Washington. I literally looked up who was president under Articles of Confederation and like one name came up and I was like, oh, cool. Let's just do our first podcast on that with, to be honest, I didn't do that much background research before I pitched this idea to Trent. Um, You said John Hanson. Yeah, I said John Hanson. I watched the entire first three seasons of Wipeout and then you were like, no, it's spelled the S-O-N. And I'm like, oh no. <clears throat> and so then you told me, <laughs> much later, 
that there was actually 13 other guys. Yeah, so I started doing, the, like, the research for the worst, episode, and I was like, oh, no. Worst key party ever. <laughs> anyway, now, so the office is called presidential, president, sorry, president of the Continental Congress. There's a couple other ways uh, it said presidents of the Congress of the Confederation, um, or um, President of the United States in Congress assembled, but it's all it had the word president. It all has the word president. Yeah. It all has it all has the word Congress. Uh huh. Um, and of the. And of the, yeah. So, so President of the Congress. That's all we need. That's all we because need. Because then we had President of the United States, George right. Washington, which we'll get to later. next time later. later. Move over George Washington because we're going to mm-hmm. talk about. All these other people first, but mm-hmm. before we talk about all of those other people, I want to give some context yes, and really take a moment to roast the Articles of Confederation, mm-hmm. which obviously failed because now we have the U.S. Constitution, mm-hmm. um, which we still have, and it going strong, going strong, <laughs> uh, and let's go back, back. You know, not I'm not gonna go like all the way back, but. Because this is a presidential history podcast, not right. just like the History of Time podcast. No. So Revolutionary War mm-hmm. starts in 1775 at mm-hmm. Battle of Lexington. Quote, unquote, the shots heard around the world. Mm-hmm. If you've ever um, seen School, Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse Rock. Wow. I almost called it School of Rock. School of Rock. Starring Jack Black. Jack Black. Um, but this, <laughs> we're, we're not a war podcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about some wars because you just like have to. You have to. Basically, that year, so while war is being fought, you know, they're trying to figure out, well, what are we going to do, like, when we win, what are we going to be? Very positive. Yeah. That's the kind of attitude you got to go in with. They were really thinking ahead. They were Mm -hmm. like, okay, but if we win this thing, like, what are we, you know? Oh, wow. (laughs) What are we? What are we? (laughs) Um... So they meet in May of that year, and they appoint George Washington as the leader of the Continental Army. So just so you know where he's at. Mm-hmm. That's what um, he's up to. That's what he's it's up to. good to keep an eye on Washington. We're just going to keep an eye on him. Just keep your eyes on him. Because he's going to... I'm going to talk about him again in just a minute. Oh, he, he, he won't quit. He pops up... I don't want to skip ahead, but like, he just pops up and gives people jobs. Totally. Wherever... Like, who is he? Is he Zilla? Is what is he? Is he a job? Is he, he's like a matchmaker of jobs. No, what's that called? He's a headhunter. <laughs> I mean, like he's doing some light, you know. Talk about your first president. He wasn't even president yet, yeah. and he's like creating jobs. He's making jobs. Yeah. Now they're all war jobs, and they're all like, um, you know, dying jobs. But <laughs> jobs are jobs. <laughs> dying jobs. Yeah. Dying okay. jobs. So. The war will go on until 1781, when the and the Treaty of Paris will be signed in 1783. But um, while they're fighting, of course, they're doing all this. Like, what are we going to do as far as being a government? So, of course, they're they're fighting a strong central government, which mm-hmm. is England, and they don't want anything like that. Mm-hmm. They don't want any kind of. They mm-hmm. know that they want um, not a not a monarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, they also don't really want any kind of strong central government. So mm-hmm. um, they are also feeling not, they're not feeling like fun and flirty about taxes. Mm-mm. They're like, we don't want those. We don't want those. We don't want them. Don't no. pay for them. 
We don't like paying them. We don't like paying them. Mm -hmm. And it's like they're feeling sensitive because, you know, Mm -hmm. all the stuff that happened that led up to the Revolutionary War, which is going like back, back, back. But, you know, this again, you know, this is like these are the highlight things you learn in like school, grade school of like Stamp Act and blah, blah, blah. All the founding fellows, they're all gathered around mm-hmm. and they've just gotten out of this, like, they're just in the middle of this bad breakup with England. Yep. And they're like, we are not doing that again. No. No girlfriend, not happening. And so they're making a list of the things that they don't want. Yeah. They don't want a strong centralized government. Do not want it. Mm-hmm. Taxes. No, thank you. No so what they end up doing is what a lot of people do when they are on a rebound. They end up with someone who's... You know, just going to get them through. I couldn't have put it better myself. You're welcome. That's exactly Mm -hmm. it. So they had a a committee Mm -hmm. uh, with delegates from each colony. Mm -hmm. um, And John Dickinson Dickinson of Delaware Mm -hmm. chaired the committee of that. And he drafted a lot of the original documents. So um, he also, fun fact about that guy, Mm -hmm. refused to sign the Declaration of Independence. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Uh, Because he was actually maybe rightfully a little worried that they wouldn't be able to handle, like, the colonies wouldn't be able to handle themselves, like, against other countries and foreign Mm -hmm. policy stuff. Mm -hmm. um, And that they just had too many issues. He's like, we're not ready yet. Yeah. He was like, "Mm, I don't know, guys. Let's wait. Um, Obviously, it got signed and they were like, bye. But he kind of gets... Like he was like sort of historically shunned for that, mm-hmm. um, which is why I I didn't really know his name before mm-hmm. learning about this, because mm-hmm. um, they were sort of like, oh, that was the guy who like didn't sign the De- Declaration mm-hmm. of Independence, which mm-hmm. yikes. Um, so anyway, there was all this debate about how they were going to represent the different colonies, the states, um, but and it was decided that each state would get one vote. That was fair. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How else would you do it? By uh, population. Yeah, but I mean... Or size. Yeah. Which was what the bigger states wanted. Makes sense, right. Of course they would. And this will come back up when they actually make the Constitution, because then we have our bicameral, you know, the by population, and then two senators per, so they kind of just went with the... They didn't have... They they hadn't invented uh, dual camels yet. They only had the one. They were still working on it. They were still working on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those, like, honestly, it's one of those really good ideas that, like, it's, we're so used to having, you know, Mm -hmm. the two houses, Mm -hmm. um, or having the house and the, and the Senate Mm -hmm. that when, when I'm reading about them debating, it's like, clearly you should combine the two ideas. But of course we're looking at this with like hindsight of like, this is all we've known. But um, they they actually debated on this until 1778. Um, They also made it out so that every single colony had to ratify the Articles of Confederation Mm. in order for it to become a thing. Guess Mm. what? That becomes a problem. Oh, yeah. They're like, we need all 13 of you. Mm. Listen, you can never get unanimous for anything. No. I'm not having it. No. When I start a country, two-thirds. That seems fair. That's I mean, that's like a... It's one and a half. Isn't that a super majority? Yeah. That's, but they, um, yeah, they needed all of them to make it a thing. Ugh. So, of course, there were holdouts. Okay. Um, Who were the holdouts? The big holdout. So there was, I think, 
I don't remember the, there were two other bigger colonies that like held out for a little bit because they were upset about like Western expansion. I don't mm. know. Something I, yeah. this was a lot to get into like mm-hmm. reading why the articles of confederation took so long to get signed. Mm-hmm. But, um, Maryland was the final holdout mm-hmm. and they were, had a deadline of 1778 and they didn't sign it till 1781. Um, and they, their issue was they had no land claims like westward. Uh-huh. And they were worried about states that did have land claims mm-hmm. westward. Mm-hmm. And they were worried, Maryland was worried about these other states becoming too powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once Maryland like convinced they, they well Virginia gave up its all of its land claims and then Maryland was like okay fine yeah that's all I wanted that's all I that's wanted. All I wanted just give up your land claims okay Virginia gave up their land claims. yes mm. and that was the final like all that right. was it okay that was it Ugh. yeah Ugh. so I can only imagine how resentful everyone was when Maryland finally showed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that is to me, like, you fucking made us wait all this time. We're past our prime. Now now you show up. I know. I'm Maryland. Get out of here. Get out of here. So... We don't. We need... No, no, we need you. Don't don't, don't go. Don't leave. So, by March 1781, we finally have the Articles of Confederation. So, we have our have our government and the war by that point is over um the treaty of paris wasn't signed yet but pretty much over so a couple of things about the articles of confederation mm-hmm. itself so states pretty much remain sovereign yeah. under it entering quote a firm league of friendship i like that yeah that is very old-timey i like it to have friendship be this like you know secret society code word i yeah. love it yeah and I did want to just read the first, like, uh, line of the Articles of Confederation because I just think it is, like, a little bit fun. Yeah. Uh, all right. Active Confederation of the United States of America to all whom these presents shall come. We, the undersigned delegates of the states affixed to our names, send greetings. Oh. So I don't know. That has the feel of a, um, like, a wedding invitation. Yes. You know, the mother and father of invite you yes yes um okay no there was no judicial system yeah there was no executive branch right there was just a congress of the states the 13 states Mm -hmm. um and they needed a nine out of 13 vote to get anything done Mm. and then if they wanted to amend the document Mm. guess how many they needed 13 all of them, yeah. All of them. Yeah, so okay. can you just imagine what kind of problems that's no. going to cause? Yeah, well, when it came time to fix the Articles of Confederation, they basically were like, mm, we got to start over. Yeah. There was, like, two two of the presidents, like, were over the, like, kind of phasing out of the, which, what a job, you know. And no revenue plan, by the way. Yeah, well, there was not even, I'm sure they didn't even print money yet, right? Well, no, because every single state had their own money. Of course. Imagine. I mean, yeah. What a what a nightmare. What if that had stayed? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. If all 50 states had different, different currency. Money. Like, who would have ended up on those bills? Yeah. 
Listen, it wouldn't have been good. I'll tell you that. It would not have been good. Not been good. Not been good at all. Bad. No. It would have been bad. So yeah, a couple other things. Congress could not raise funds, regulate trade, or conduct foreign policy without the agreement from the states. Also, when the Treaty of Paris came around mm-hmm. uh, to offic- officially end everything, mm-hmm. they didn't have like, they had poor attendance. Yes. So they would rarely have quorum of nine. Mm-hmm. They needed nine to do anything. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have it for so long mm-hmm. that the, the Treaty of Paris just kind of like sat there. Yeah. Like, just waiting. Just sitting. Yeah. So yeah. things aren't going well. No. Well, look, this is early. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of powerful men yeah. with money who have ambitions and they are grabbing for offices and trying to get what they can. And now here's this position that no one wants. Yeah. Because it's no power. Yeah. Um, at its best, it's like, an opportunity for like, you know, maneuvering at its best. It's like a little finger, which I don't really know game of Thrones, but like the idea of being able to maneuver behind the scenes in reality, it's not a good position. No one wants it. No, no one wanted it. There's a reason that there were 14 people and actually 16 terms because two of them repeated, um, Mm -hmm. of like, and it would be like, I'd love to leave. I can't. Yeah, because um, that's what they were saying. That's yeah. what I was reading about John yeah. Hansen. Is he he was like in it for a week. He was yeah. He was like I don't want to do this. They're like, can not. you please stay? Can, they're like, please? yeah. Okay, so let's let's start going through them. Okay. Okay. So the very first that we have is Peyton Randolph. He had previously been the speaker of the Virginia House of Burgess, which was kind of a like, you know like a little court system that they had that was like, it was still like the, oh, I'm going to get this wrong. I think it was still kind of like the parliamentary, I don't know. It was a very conflict of interest kind of situation. Yeah. What stood out the most to me about him is his method of death, which was he died of apoplexy, which is like a stroke. He had it for five hours. He was suffering apoplexy, which is a long time, but it was while he was dining with Thomas Jefferson Oh. And then he just died. Wait, so he was having the stroke, like, while he was eating with Thomas Jefferson? I mean, it doesn't go into the time of exactly. I'm assuming that when we say he was having apoplexy, it wasn't like he was, like, totally stroking out. He was probably, kind of, you know, having little things or whatever. And I don't think the whole time was during the entire meal. Yeah, because I'm, I'm imagining, like, he's trying to, like, get a word in with John, Thomas Jefferson, and right. Thomas Jefferson will not no. shut up. And he's, like, trying to be like, hey, I'm, hey. Hey, I'm having a medical emergency. Excuse me. But Thomas Jefferson's just going um, on about yeah. Yeah. God knows. So full of himself that he would never even notice. But, like, what a way to go. Yeah. Um, and he was, so, so Peyton was actually twice. So he was... Okay. There was a lot of confusion. It's confusing because he was actually, he was like president of the Continental yes. Congress, which yeah. like, and, and te- he wasn't technically president mm-hmm. under the Articles of Confederation. Mm-hmm. This, I'll tell you why you don't know about any of this. Mm-hmm. It's too complicated confusing. to teach to students in, an, in mm-hmm. a high school, in a middle school. Mm-hmm. Forget about fourth graders. No. No. And like, no way. Pompous names. And yeah. like, I will say, okay, so, so Peyton... He does the first, and then he gets a little sick. Okay. And so Henry has to come, Henry Middleton comes in and finishes out like the last four days of the term just to get everything wrapped up. Oh, wow. Uh, And then um, when they come back into session, Peyton is like, again, like, okay, you're in charge again. 
Um, and then he's like, that's cool, but I got to go actually, because the Virginia House of Burgess is a more important position. So he takes off. John Hancock, this bitch, John Hancock comes in. Hancock or Hanson? No, no. Hancock. Oh, wow. Dollar okay. John Hancock. My timeline is I know. Confusing. It's crazy. John Hanson, small portion. Yeah, I know. He was so busy with Wipeout that he didn't have. <laughs> so... So there was a whole, like, I, I can't get into it. Yeah. Who could ever suss this out? But at some point, Peyton comes back. John Hancock is like, no, I'm the president. He's chilling. And uh, people felt he should step down, but he didn't. And then it finally got resolved because Peyton died. As we wow. know, at Washington's, or, sorry, at Jefferson's dinner. Yeah. And the day he, like, he dies on, like, the one-year anniversary of... The signing of something. You know, that's like why uh, Jefferson has that with he died. He died, yes. He died. No, he died the same day as Adams or something like that. Didn't he die? No, I think it wasn't it like on the cent- no, centenary. Something like that. Yeah, oh, right. we'll get to it. It's suspicious. He has some sus listen. Je- Jefferson is Oh boy. <laughs> I've got opinions. If Wolf. you are if you love Jefferson, I'm so sorry. Don't listen. I'm so sorry not about what's gonna happen in a few episodes. Yeah. Um skip that one. Okay, so this has got this has gotten complicated already. Though. Okay. Because I had here that John Hansen was the first under I guess after the articles the Confederation Confederation was like fully signed. So then? here's here's how okay. I kind of interpreted it. Is it was one of those things where like it was shifting and like things were happening. And so there's really like kind of a way that all of them could claim they were the first, not all of them, but a lot of them. Well, he was the first after this, or he was the first to send a diplomat or both. So yeah. Listen, they all were kind of trying to get their little fingers in that pie of first president. And also I think like every person who's the historian would, would have the motivation to be like, oh, well, they're the actual, you know, this person I researched is the actual first program. Got us all copies. It's all politics, baby. All politics. It's all about, it's it's publishing politics at this point. Mm -hmm. You want to sell some biographies? You better slap Mm -hmm. on that front then. Because that was what John Hansen's biographer did. uh, Mm -hmm. Was like, uh, actually, he was the first president. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. All right. Well, this is clearing up. Yeah. The confusion a little bit. Yeah. And then Henry Middleton, now he was the second one. He was the one who just did that four little days at the end. He was captured by the British in 1780. Okay. And he accepted defeat and he returned to his British status of British subjects. Wow. Yeah. But unlike a lot of loyalists, because he was involved early in the revolution, uh, he kept like his kind of cred. And after the war was over, he didn't get all his stuff stolen. Huh. Yeah. So he kind of okay. kind of like walked that line. I mean, huh. he's the ultimate politician. He was only there for four days. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he just got some shit done. Yeah. Uh, not hanging around like John Hancock. And he got captured. He's like, okay, cool. Whatever. You got me. I'm a bridge subject again. No problem. I'll be chilling. Because I'll be chilling. And these people know who I really am. Once they kick y'all's ass. I mean, because at that, honestly, at that point, we had France on our side. Like, he was like, we're going to win this thing. We got France. I'll just bide my time. Bide my time. Yeah, he's fine. Huh. He was chilling. So then, so then we get to John Hancock. Okay. Okay. Now, there's tons of shit to say about John Hancock, of course. 
I'm not going to get any of, into any of that. But what I am going to get into is that John Adams, mm-hmm. your boyfriend. Yes, my boyfriend. That's yes. your boyfriend, John Adams. He nominated George Washington to be the commander in chief. This was in 1775. Okay. Okay. And years later, Adams wrote that Hancock was very disappointed that he did not get that command himself. Aww. Now, there is no other mention of this anywhere. Okay. But this legacy has persisted and stayed with John Hancock that he was, like, disappointed. There's no reason to believe this is true. Okay. He named his son, like, John George Washington Hancock. But, like, what I love is that John Adams, again... With that letter writing, he got it in there. And that's like such a juicy little detail. The idea of Johnny, because I'm sure he was a pompous asshole. Yeah. But like, yeah, and I'm sure it just boiled him alive. Oh, take that. Thank you, John Adams, for that. Thank that is you. so, like, he was over there going, like, oh, why not me? Why not me? Why not me? What about John, me? John Hancock. I don't know what his military experience was, but I don't feel like. Yeah. I don't feel like, I feel like he would not have been as sassy. He would have been too sassy. Do you think that John Hancock named his, gave his son George Washington as a middle, it's not his middle, is it his middle name if his middle name, is his middle name George Washington? Uh, Can I say that? Okay. That's how it was written. Yeah. Yeah. Gave him the middle name (laughs) of George Washington. I don't know why I think that's funny. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Out of spite? Oh, he only lived to be nine, so Aww. the son, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of child death on this oh, podcast. Oh, a lot of child death. Yeah, a lot of death, period. I mean, <laughs> listen, this was a while ago. And back when living was not guaranteed. No, it was no. not. No, no, no. <laughs> Different standard. All right, so that was John Hancock. That was John Hancock. Wow. So then after him, we have Henry Lawrence. And um, Henry Lawrence was, again, uh, We got he was captured he was later um, released in exchange for Lord Cornwallis, but okay. he's the only American to have ever been held prisoner in the Tower of London. What a fun fact. Yeah, good for him. So then the next one, now this is a big guy. You probably do uh, John Jay. I do know a little bit about John Jay, but it's been it's been a minute. John Jay. I gotta, I gotta tell you, mm. I, I stopped. I stuck with John Hansen on my on my research. I I did all the background info on the Articles of Confederation, and then I was like, "Ooh, this is a lot of names, uh, and I'm out of time." Yeah. So I just went and did. So when you get to him, you're just. I have a couple, time. I have a few things to say. I can tell. I can tell. Okay. So after uh, John Jay, we have uh, Samuel Huntington, and then again here it goes um, because he was the president of the Continental Congress when the Articles of Confederation were ratified. Some unconventional biographers and civic groups in Connecticut claim that Huntington was actually the first president of the United States. What in, like, a niche? So specific. Sorry, I'm quoting from Wikipedia page. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, but again, civic groups in Connecticut, they have a very vested interest yes. in this man yeah. being, yeah. you know. Like, this is, you know what Connecticut needs? A first president. president yeah. <laughs> a technically first president. Yeah. That's what we need. Then after him was, okay, now this is, uh, I want to make sure I'm pronouncing this right. I don't want the McCann heads to come for me. Um, McCoon, sorry. McCoon. Okay. He's a tall, he was tall. He was over six feet tall. Okay. Tall boy. I'm and he listening. wore a hat. He wore like a big old crooked hat. <laughs> Wait, he wore a hat on top of being that tall? On top of being that tall. That's some 
Lincoln mm-hmm. vibes right there. I don't like it. Um, he was <laughs> get out of here, McCoon. You're tall enough. And then, thank God, we get on to John Hansen. Okay. Now, now this, I have a couple things to go say. Go for about. it. <laughs> so these were all like Continental Congress up to this point. And then also the Articles Confederation ratified. I guess he, John Hansen was the first person who was like uh, elected president of the Articles and Confederation, like for specifically for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and served like his full term, which was one year, yeah. which is very, it seems like such a nightmare to have to do this every year. It's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and obviously it is a nightmare because there's just like a mess of people that come after him. I do want to say about him. Yeah. He looks like um, Kevin Spacey to me a little bit. I, I you see yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, you see it. So he like wasn't a big fan of this job, right? And like wanted to leave like mm-hmm. within the first week. Um, mm-hmm. He did do some stuff mm-hmm. in his year. Uh, he removed all foreign troops from American soil, though. Like I would love to dig into that more and hear. I don't actually want to dig into it more, but if one to, were to dig into that more, I'm sure he had very little to do that. It just happened due to some maybe some papers he signed. Mm-hmm. Because really, the, that's what the position was, was a lot of, like, signing things and, like, ceremonial yeah. things yeah. like that. So, um... A lot of it seemed to be responding to correspondence. Yeah. So just, like, fan club of the United States needs a president. Someone has to answer the fan mail. That's right. Yeah. Someone has to sign the pictures and send them back. Yep. And send your self-addressed stamp uh, oh, he established Thanksgiving as the fourth Thursday in November. Oh, so that's... if you don't like that, you can blame it on him. You can blame if, it on if him. If you wish it was on a different day. Or just not. Or just not a thing, honestly, then yeah. you can blame it on this guy. You can blame it on him. Um, okay, here's the really interesting thing is mm-hmm. there's this conspiracy theory mm-hmm. that John Hansen was actually black. <gasps> um because so this has been debunked this is not true at all he actually okay. like is i think from swedish like a swedish background he like grew up on a plantation his uh-huh. par- his parents were slave owners he was a slave like just right, right. like total like no he's he was not black this has been completely debunked mm-hmm. but this is from a viral facebook post that actually mm. like has made the rounds like a couple of times yes. and it's based on the fact that there is also a guy named John Hansen, who is a Liberian senator. Yes. But this was in, like, the mid-1820s. Yes. Early to Mm mid-1800s. So I just find it, like, because I found it interesting because when I was looking him up, like, I would type in, like, John Hansen, first president. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, half the results would be, like, about this conspiracy theory Mm -hmm. or, like, articles about debunking this conspiracy theory and mm-hmm. then like at first I, I had this moment where I was like wait yeah. how deep does this go but it's really just a Facebook post mm-hmm. and it's like based on some yeah. very like bad research very bad research right. so I think it was I, I, I did see a similar like thing where it was like this is the first president or I think there were I was seeing where it was like Obama was not the first black president that's yeah duh. so I don't I wonder if that's why John Hansen is who's coming up more is from that meme. That was the, I'll tell you what, the, the track of 
research to get to this information mm-hmm. for this was a mess because there's a lot of going like, wait, okay, well then who what who was the president mm-hmm. of and wait, is this John Hansen? Like just a lot. It was mm-hmm. a lot. Any more tidbit? You got any more juicy tidbits? Not about him. Oh no no no! I mean about I mean, these I had, fellas. I had these these fellas that I was going to go through, but it feels senseless now. Yes. <laughs> now that we've covered. Well, yeah, it's it's. So after him, I'll just go briefly. Was now I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but Elias Boudinot. Okay. It looks French to me. Uh, he was the first uh, secretary of the Mint. Good for okay. him. Yeah. He's getting that dough. Um, and then after him was Thomas Mifflin, and he is the one who had to wait. He was, like, trying to get people, like, hey, we got this Treaty of Paris. Anyone want to come sign it? And people were like, no. Busy. Can't. Sorry. Too busy trading. Dealing with. Dealing. Lots of state stuff, because everything was up to the states at the, at at the that state point. level. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I do um, kind of wonder if he's... Uh, I wonder if he's related, or if Thunder Mifflin is named after him. Because that is in Pennsylvania. Hey. Oh. Yeah, I okay. think so. I Maybe it's a Pennsylvania name. Uh, and then after him was Richard Henry Lee, and this is when they're fighting about the Western Territory. That was a whole thing. He was an advocate for selling it. He was like, get it, out of, here. Get it out of here. He was like very conservative in that way of like, you don't want to take on any debts. Like, oh, buddy. You're, you're forming the wrong nation here. We love taking on debts. It's our all we favorite. have are debts. I oh. mean, at that point, they're all really all they had were debt. yeah, debts. Debt. I don't know why the. I don't know why I thought this was interesting. I might have been desperate. I might have just been. Oh, I got. I got to highlight something about this fella, um, Nathaniel Gorham. He, okay. uh, he like served. He like after John Hansen finally left, mm-hmm. he was like, okay, and he took over. Oh. There was a lot of like. Presidents of opportunity. Like, oh, maybe if I get in here now and do this thing that no one else wants to do, they'll remember me later mm-hmm. when, yeah. you know. Yeah. When I mean, I don't even time. know what they thought at that point. Do you think they thought it was, like, they didn't know, they knew it wasn't working by, like, there was already issues with the new the Newberg affair, mm-hmm. uh, Newberg conspiracy, mm-hmm. um, with basically these these. Continental Army officer is like not getting paid, yeah, and there's no central government to pay them. Um, so that was a huge issue, and George Washington had to step in and like basically do a big speech to calm everyone down. Uh, but by that point, really, it was clear like, okay, like we don't really have the infrastructure to take care of things like paying veterans, yeah. Um, and then Shays' Rebellion was like a really big thing in 1786. Uh, in Massachusetts, mm-hmm. where Daniel Shea, like, he took him and a group of Massachusetts, Massachusetts, resi- Massachusetts, Massachusetts is a hard one. Massachusetts. Massachusetts residents is what I will say. Yeah. Uh, they were, like, pissed off about how high those state taxes were, about mm-hmm. war debt and veterans mm-hmm. not getting paid. Um, and they, like, took over, like, local courts. Mm-hmm. And they got like 1500 people to basically try to steal arms. Mm. So by this point they were like, um, okay, maybe, maybe we can't handle this. Cause there was no, there was no yeah. army. There was no nothing. It was just, the state militia had to come in yeah. and like deal with this big uprising. So anyway, can, I, I yeah. Can't act right. What? 
people can't act right. That's what Washington was trying to say. He's like, what's wrong with y'all? He was yeah. frustrated. He was. And it's funny because like he couldn't uh, we shouldn't even we shouldn't even be talking about him. This is it. This isn't about him. This is about the Articles of Confederation. But he, he was still around. He couldn't help himself. He was like, okay, I'll come help. I'm like, help. okay, I, uh, I got this one. Like, oh, I don't want to be a leader, but uh, I'm just gonna like come in and like he loves fix everything. It. He loved he it. He loves it. He actually didn't, but he did. You think he did? No, I think in his... Anyway, this is... We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we probably shouldn't try to, like, span the the psychology of Washington. No. Probably others have tried before. I mean, we are going to try a little bit, but we shouldn't. We shouldn't. It's (laughs) ill-advised. I don't recommend it. (laughs) Yeah. So then after that was Arthur St. Clair. Again, that's when they're like... We're, we're done. Yeah. Let's wrap up this Articles of Confederation. Arthur's going to, like, hang out. He looks kind of like Washington. Um, and maybe that's kind of what it was. Like, they were like, he looks, he looks like Washington. Washington is going to see the video on C-SPAN and think that he's the president. So he'll stay away. He'll be like, he's so, he's like, I already did that. Okay. He... That's what. That's how. That's how arrogant Washington was. Is he? You know how most presidents have to hire decoys. He they hire decoys of him. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say so that it's so that George Washington thought he was the president. Yeah. And then would have to show up because they wanted him so bad. Oh no no. no. Oh, it's the opposite. It's the like, opposite. Get out of here. They're like, George Washington, you get to be the real first president. Leave us alone. Oh oh yes. Also, this is probably all John Hancock, right? Like. Doing all this, pulling the strings. I assume putting, yes. Putting this George Washington lookalike on C-SPAN. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. John Hancock was, yeah. Is this coherent? Maybe. <laughs> Listen, um, we may have gotten some facts wrong. Uh huh. I feel like there may be some things that were said in error. Oh yeah. Uh, prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. Wait, is there one more guy? Um, yes, there's one more guy. Um, because <laughs> and then I have a bomb to drop. Oh. Once you tell me about this other guy, have you been holding it this? I've whole been time? holding it this whole time. I'm so excited. Oh boy, uh, Cyrus Griffin. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I guess I could just. I didn't really need to get into him, but he was there. Again, George Washington gave him a job. Ugh, his service was terminated due his death. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, listen. Well, you know, we really tried to do this and go through every person. And if we messed up, let us know. Prove us wrong. Prove us wrong. Um, and, I, and I dare you to ask a history teacher in your life. They don't even cover it. Cowards. It's not on the AP test. It's not on the state cl- curriculum. Okay? Yeah. So, and yeah. I think that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Um, but listen, I have something, I have something really important. Ooh, what is it? Um, okay, so this is probably the most exciting thing that I unearthed during this entire research, and it's that there is a place in, is it Annapolis? Is that how you say it? Annapolis, Maryland? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know why I doubted myself. Mm -hmm. Um, you can visit the Hall of Presidents before Washington, Uh which is in the lobby of the Weston Hotel. Oh, 
And I think that was um Okay. Yeah. It's a it's um it's in the lobby. It's in the lobby of the hotel. A Weston is um that's a chain, right? Yeah. Okay. I just it's like why? I mean and it and, and it it includes like I think it has like a co- I don't know if it's a copy of the Treaty of Paris. It's still not signed. <laughs> An unsigned copy. Yeah. Um, uh, St. Clair is just sitting there still like, guys, guys, come sign this thing. Please. <laughs> Please. Hey. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, so if, you, if you're really, if this was just so, like, enthralling mm-hmm. to hear about these random white men who mm-hmm. were briefly in, had a small amount of ceremonial power before yes. George Washington. A then, lot of- ceremonial letter writing duties yes Yes. then you can learn more about them at Mm -hmm. the hall of presidents before washington Mm -hmm. um i feel like that title like of the place is just meant to like shock people where they go i didn't know there were presidents before washington and you know what i said to my girlfriend earlier i said uh you know what did you know did you know that there were uh like basically 14 people before Washington who mm-hmm. were like technically president. Yeah. And she was like, what? She didn't. And then she was like, is this about your podcast? Uh, and I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I'm yeah, so sorry. Is. Yeah. But the good news is mm-hmm. we did get rid of the articles of confederation. Finally. Uh, finally. And uh, I just wanted to, to say before we, you know, next week we'll be, not next week. Not next week. Wow. What are machines? No, what are robots? We, we don't. We can't learn all this that fast. No. Um, next time, I'll next say. Time. Uh, we will be talking about George Washington, mm. um, focusing on him and in depth. But, of course, before Josh, Joshington, uh, George mm. Washington be, can become president, mm. the U.S. Constitution has to be signed. Mm. And I just thought it was really interesting that they drafted that whole thing mm. in secret. And you know what? They don't talk about that in school. There was a quote injunction of secrecy. Uh-huh. So they were they went in like we're gonna amend the Articles of Confederation. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, just kidding. We're going to make a new one because this is like not salvageable. So just tear a total teardown. Total teardown. They're like, nope. Um, and so from May to September of 1787 in the Constitutional Convention, like we know about that. Because it's taught and we know that it happened. Yeah. But at the time, it was very secretive. Um, oh, sure. And this injunction of secrecy, quote, said that no copy be taken of any entry of the journal during the sitting of the house without leaving of the house. Mm-hmm. That nothing spoken in the house be printed or otherwise published or communicated without leave. So it was like mm-hmm. total secret mm-hmm. that this was going on, um, which I think was probably the only way that they could like. Mm-hmm. tear down this document that yeah. they had been like this is the law of the land yeah and so in secret they were like no it's not it's not just it's kidding not shh, shh don't, don't tell anyone that. so that's where we're going to be picking up, up off at yeah picking up off at we're going to pick up where uh benjamin franklin suggested that they played uh lightning's of feathers to a board <laughs> yeah yep 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 um, and we'll just be jumping into George Washington's presidency next time. Straight into Washington. Yes. And we will um, be discussing not only his presidency mm-hmm. and his biography, mm-hmm. but also his astrological chart. Of course. Yes. 
Why wouldn't we? And I also did, because I was excited about that part of the podcast, yeah. I did find I, out that John Hansen is... I, he's an Aries. He's an Aries. Yeah. Yeah. He has the same birthday as my grandfather. Oh. Yeah. Just a fun fact. When we discussed this earlier, I said, I bet there'll be a lot of Aries. You did say that. I did say that. All right. So we'll see so, how many Aries We'll see how many Aries there we are. Had. Like the Articles of Confederation, I am worn out and tired. This has been... Pardon me? me? Pardon me? A presidential history podcast. <laughs> A podcast of presidential history. <laughs> <laughs>